fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Good afternoon. Uh, this is Fred Lowry. I'm a pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Uh, established in 1959, well, we're a traditional pharmacy and uh, with a state-of-the-art compounding lab, offer uh, medical equipment and uh, lots of supplements and natural products. Here today with Dr. Mae Johnson, uh, she is a uh, medical dentist, uh, has a uh, degree in public health and uh, clinical nutrition. And we've been talking about uh, dentistry and how it, how it impacts the body as a whole. Uh, last week, uh, we covered uh, a lot of things, including uh, amalgams and periodontal disease, uh, fluoride. Uh, you can access that. Joe, tell us, uh, tell, tell us where, how they can find that on the website. Yeah, if you want to take a look at that show, you can always find it on our Facebook page, WSIC News. The video will be there, and the audio is also on the website now as a podcast, WSICnews.com. Yeah, and apparently, um, normally it's on uh, YouTube, but uh, there was a little problem with that last week, I think. Uh, I said something that I wasn't supposed to, maybe about the uh, uh, Vidco, uh, I have to talk in code now, uh, situation. So um, at any rate, uh, thanks, uh, we're, we're, we're back on, on that program now. So uh, uh, Dr. Johnson, um, and I'm just going to call you May because yes. uh, that's what yes. I always do. Uh, so we were we were talking about uh, all these things that relate to the body, and, and uh, you know we we think about sometimes our teeth being completely isolated from everything else, but we know everything is connected. And uh, I just wanted to start out a little bit with uh, just from a practical standpoint. Uh, you know, sometimes people have dental needs outside of normal hours or they don't have a dentist readily available to them and they you know they have a toothache what's what do we do about that uh, you know I've, I've seen a couple of things a lot of times uh, people come into the pharmacy and ask for recommendations and you know what I, I have there but what what what's your advice on that well the main thing is, is when you first have a symptom of something happening, it's good to call me in because it often gets worse, that's, not always. That's so. very good advice because a lot of these don't just happen now unless perhaps you break a tooth. Exactly. It, it's been coming on for a while and you've got to take care of it. The biggest neglect I see is that people will have a toothache, it gets better, have a toothache, it gets better. Have a toothache, it gets a little worse. Usually you have some signs for a while, so try to get in as soon as you can. Um, oil of clove has been used for possibly centuries. I don't know. Um, and, and my understanding is it kind of numbs the nerve there. It does. And it it uh, does. recommended you try not to get it on your, your, uh, your soft, skin, yes. tissue, soft tissue, 
And uh, sometimes I, I think a, a good way to apply that is with a Q-tip. A Q-tip is good, and then depending on the age of the person, you might even want to mix the clove with a little bit of coconut oil just to dilute it just a little bit because of the tissue. Right. I don't actually think people should be taking Tylenol when they have a toothache just simply because it's not good for the liver. and It's not going to help. No, it's not going to help. It's nerve pain. Exactly. Um, there, are, there are several homeopathics, and I have those written down, but Fred, what's the one that starts with the H? Hypericum. Hypericum for shooting yeah. pains and so forth. Yeah, that's uh, um, used for nerve pain. It's mm -hmm. uh, commonly known as St. John's wort. Exactly. So, uh, there, and there, there are some other things. Arnica. Arnica Montana. Can be, can be helpful. Yes. So uh, there, there are some options there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've, we've had some sex success with our CBD oil. Yes. Um, that's one thing in particular I would mention is, is CBD can really take the edge off a little bit, especially with sleep. And then um, one of the things that someone might want to do if they need to sleep is try to sleep a little bit with the head raised. Sometimes when you're sleeping more flat, you kind of get that pulsing. Uh, right. Toothache a little more, <coughs> rinsing with warm hot water, excuse me, warm water with salt in it is um, sometimes relieves a little bit. Okay, so, and uh, I, I, I do have a question too. Sometimes I've heard dentists say, okay, we, we can't really numb the tooth right now. We've got to put you on an antibiotic for a little while because of the inflammation and the, the, the anesthesia will not work. Explain that. Well, that's what they've taught us, but sometimes you can plow on through. Some people don't have a problem with that. I would give anesthesia. Um, um, so it's not going to... Uh, in all cases, it doesn't um, cause a problem as far as the anesthesia not okay. working. Interesting. Um, so, I'm just uh, not a big fan of just antibiotics right off the bat. It a lot depends on the individual. Well, a lot, a lot of people uh, take antibiotics prophylactically if they have heart disease. Right. So, um, you know, and, and that gets into a uh, thing. I'm, we, I'm going to jump out of order just a little bit. Okay. Because, uh, you know, infection uh, in, in relation to cavitations, perhaps. Right. So uh, would you explain what that, that is? Yes. Cavitations are in the jawbone you know, or the maxilla, the top of the bone, whatever. And you can have cavitations from having a tooth pulled, uh, extracted. You can have them from the bicuspids that were always taken out for um, orthodontics, those types of things. And they can have infection um, there. Um, so is that primarily what a cavitation is, an infection in the bone? It's an infection, and you actually start losing the bone in that area. Okay. So, um, but cavitations can be a stealth infection. Some people who have chronic limes um, will actually have some limes in there. Some people who have chronic fatigue syndrome, it's uh, a dental problem and sometimes can be cavitation. Okay. So, um, and, and that brings up. You know, point a lot of times we don't necessarily experience symptoms, but we are carrying uh, low grade or sub what we call subclinical yes. type infections. 
Yeah, and, and it could be bacterial or viral. Right. And um, that also gets into the internal environment and the concept of uh, terrain exactly. and how we take care of the body. The healthier we are, the less chance we have of having those microbes set up housekeeping. And they do set up housekeeping. And um, I wanted to get in a little bit into how a cavitation or a root canal in a place here in the jawbone can actually affect an organ somewhere else in the body. Yeah. And so we can probably do that, get onto that um, in the next segment. Mm -hmm. We are coming up on a little bit of break, of okay. a break here. I'm Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug Company, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine with Mae Johnson. Uh, Dr. Mae Johnson. We'll be back. Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. I'm with Dr. May Johnson. Dennis, uh, we're talking about dental health, and, and we just got through talking about cavitations and infections, and we're moving on to uh, dental meridians and pathways. And, and so uh, it was explained to me one time that the teeth are a little bit like circuit breakers for your, uh, in terms of, you think about acupuncture or energy meridians. Uh, so each tooth is associated with uh, a uh, different organ system. And uh, I, many years ago, I had I had this dental chart that shows that. And I had a consultation with a, a young woman, uh, very young, and she was having a what was called spontaneous pneumothorax. She, her lungs collapsed. She ended up in the hospital. It happened twice, and they took care of her, and she got out. And during the consultation, she, they were, why is this happening? And uh, so I started through the questioning process, and I found out that she had uh, a couple of root canals, and it was on the long meridian on both sides, right. which was really kind of fascinating to me. So... Tell us about that. Well, as I mentioned about the cavitations, you do have connections between everything in your body, okay? And um, a way I like to explain the connection between teeth and organs and even the vertebra, you know, different ones are attached or can have influences on the vertebra. And muscles. And muscles, yes. It's it's just amazing. Um but if you went in your bedroom and flipped, flipped on a switch, it might turn on one particular light, okay? Right. But if you had Alexa, it might be able to do it, and it's not wired to it, okay? It's okay. going through the air, okay? Right. So we have what we think of as nerves connecting everything with our organs, but we also have Wi-Fi with our organs. We have photon energy. Right. Um, which pulses to them, and that's what's happening there. Um, she probably had lung. 
bicuspid? Uh, I don't. I don't remember exactly. Okay, I'm trying to think what lung is. But anyway, um, there there is a chart. You can find it online, and it will tell you what organs are connected. Um, One of my very close relatives had uh, root canal in her first molar, and she eats and sleeps and everything better than I do, and I try to do a pretty good job. And she ended up at age 62 having colon cancer. Well, lo and behold, I find out after her death that she had had a root canal in her first molar. And this same cousin was able to go from stage four cancer to in four months to be, quote, cancer-free, which you never really are. Um, But then it did come back. A lot was emotional. But once you, if you don't get rid of the source often of what the cancer was caused by, then it can be very difficult to heal from the cancer. Right. And, you know, for, for those of you listening, the, you know, if you think about it, not every cell of the body is touched by a nerve. We think about nerves as being completely the communication system of the body, and it's not because... You know, there, there's many other things, and uh, can't get into this too much, but there was a Dr. Uh, Fritz Pop that demonstrated, uh, I think back in the 40s, that uh, uh, plants and animals and people have communication systems that are with light, basically. Exactly, yeah. So mm-hmm. a pretty fascinating thing. So. And in thinking about this, you know, one of the things we try to focus on is what is the cause of disease? You know, what, you know, and how do you, how do you fix that, basically? And this is a perfect example of that. And you would never really know that, uh, that, that this would happen. So what, what do you do? Let's just say the tooth is, is dead and, you know, or, or is, presented that way and and so uh you know the typical thing would you be, do a root canal so what do you what do you recommend in that case well as i mentioned last week i had two root canals they were done nicely well they were weren't giving me any problems but i had my eyes open as to what they could do and uh, i actually had my root canal teeth taken out by a biological dentist. And um, if you're not able to go to a biological dentist, then at least read up on the procedures and do as much as you can, including getting the dentist instead of immediately trying to stop the bleeding to go in the socket and curate, try to scrape out around the bone where the root was some. And um, even flush it, but, but let it bleed some before you pack it up because you're going to be packing up a lot of bacteria in there. And then whatever you do, get your immune system up because you've got lots to fight in there because do you want to go into root canals now for a few minutes? Well, I think, I think that we could get into that and, um, you know, maybe, uh, tell us the history of that. And, and if we, if we don't finish it, uh, we'll pick it up at the next, okay. the next segment. Okay. I love my endodontist who did my teeth. I love all the, the dentist, <laughs> but we were all taught, you know, a little not quite right. 
uh, or at least not all the information. Um, let's see. In Hal Huggins, who I got to see in Utah uh, probably 10 or 12 years ago, he's passed away now. Um, and that's a, a, a he dentist. is a dentist who, as he puts it in his senior years, uh, when he started finding out what all were in root canal channels, you have like the main hole going down a root, but then you have these little offshoot channels, kind of like little caves all through it. Right. And those can grow all kinds of um, microbes, bacteria in particular. Um, the, the problem is, is when you do, a well, first of all, do you ever have a gallbladder that dies and you just pull it out and stuff it with something and stick it, sew it back in? No, that would right. be very dangerous. Right. So we shouldn't be doing this with teeth because you can't get those microbes all out. Right. And the tooth that you had the root canal in can be the source of some very severe infections, which I could name a bunch, but then everyone who has those, I don't know how deep to go into this for people. I don't want well, to Well, let's just, let's them. just, let's just <laughs> hit the, the, the top, the top layer there. So, mm-hmm. you know, typically like uh, I hear like a, if you, um, a blow to the mouth or something might cause the tooth to die. Are there other things that cause that? Is it in, infection? Or what yes, you, it can be all any, anything that, um, such as root canal or trauma, the two biggest ones. My two were both called idiopathic resorption, which means they don't know what in the heck went, caused it. Right, idiopathic, <laughs> idiopathic is the word. Idiopathic is means the word for it. Exactly. Um, but with me, I really do think it was because I was in the 95th percentile of mercury in my body. I was just very overloaded from working with children all those years with so much mercury. Yeah, so this is a... a uh, occupational hazard yes. if you will for dentists and people that work in that in that realm as well as uh, x-rays yes. so yes. so extra mercury and so you, that's where where you ended up having to get a root canal that's you know there's no definitive thing for it but i really think um that is it from what i know of mercury and all the things it can do okay. but hal huggins if i can Talk just a minute. Yes. He had um, another dentist who uh, was high up in the ADA, American Dental Association, who was either on the board or anyway, he was the endodontist who kind of represented the endodontist there. And he saw a correlation between root canal teeth and some severe things happening in the body. And one was with a teenager. It was either his son or nephew or something that had um, a root canal at like age 18 or 19, and not long after that, he died of a heart attack. Now, I think it was God's intervention, but for some reason, the man went, I'm going to extract this tooth before he is buried, and he did. And lo and behold, he took slivers of the root of the tooth and put them under rabbit skin. And 10 days later, that rabbit had a heart attack. He took more of it and put it under other rabbits. That's crazy. 30 rabbits died. There were, there is whatever state it was in, Illinois, Indiana, wherever they decided there may be no more rabbits left because they did so many different documented things. Breast cancer um, on a meridian that had a root canal. 
So what, you think it was the bacteria from the tooth? Yes. When he, he went into immunology after being a dentist, uh, he was still a dentist, but he did that and trained other dentists all around the world. And he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that these were killing people. Now, the heart disease seems to be very much close related to the endodontist. I mean, it was 100% with the rabbit. Right. A few of the other diseases that are very serious, it may not be quite that high. And again, the better shape the person is in, the less likely they are to have this to manifest. The same is true if you have DNA for a certain disease. Yeah, we're going to have to uh, okay. take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Welcome back. A little southern stuff going on there. Uh, this is Fred Lowry, a pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. I'm here with Dr. Mae Johnson. Uh, and we're talking about all things dental. So we're back. We're back talking about root canals. We were just talking about the rabbits that died from probably the bacteria that was in, you know, the, that. And, and by the way, there, for the, those of you listening, there is a connection in, uh, with heart disease and bacteria. And uh, sometimes bacteria will migrate down uh, nerve root system. So uh, tell us more about Dr. Huggins. Uh, well, he's a fascinating man, and I will tell you, uh, I know some of you are like me and enjoy tidbits that you've never heard before, but extremely well documented. But if you go to halhuggins.com, uh, you can download, actually, I think it's like 17 or 18 ebooks that he has. Um, the last one I, thing I saw him on was like 2019, so he's, he died in the last few years. But I got to see um, one video of him being interviewed, and he was in a wheelchair. He, he's very up in age, funny as he can be. He's got a lot of dry wit to him. And um, he... These, I think this will help some folks, but on the YouTube, and you may have to put it very precise because YouTube may not want you to actually go there. Uh, so you would Google in uh, YouTube, Dr. Hal Huggins, Whole Body Dentistry, Root Canals, Amalgam Implants. It's two hours. It's something you could do if you want to go to sleep at night, if you don't like science. <laughs> Will you, it's really you good. repeat that again? Yes. Dr. Hal, H-A-L, Huggins with two Gs, whole body dentistry, root canal, amalgams, implants. And you'll find out uh, quite a lot about implants, too. I did mention that my implants are ceramic, but most are titanium implants, right. and they can have problems. So it's, it's just got some fantastic information concerning that and speaking of information i have to correct myself if that's okay Go ahead. Uh, last week i had mentioned that there was an app on the phone called think dirty and it was good and you just scan the thing it'll tell you how good a product it is i'm not saying it's horrible but it has changed quite a lot i haven't looked at it probably in four years because i'd already scanned the stuff i use so i rescanned some one else's stuff stuff that i know wasn't too good. It's not what right. I brought today, but anyway. Um, and some of the things they said were okay, the chemicals in it, 
are not that good. Mm. And like uh, blue dye number one, it's it's known for allergies. It's known for um, making children hyperactive, uh, propylene glycol and de-icer in airplanes and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I would suggest you go to EWG.org, and that's Environmental Working Group. Right, right. has very good stuff in there. They have some things that you can scan also. So I would suggest that. Um, very good. So <clears throat> um, a few months ago I saw this uh, presentation by another dentist talking mm-hmm. about going to Dr. Huggins uh and so uh, he would have all these dentists come, and and he would teach them. And she said they were doing dental treatments uh, on dentists and fixing things, diseases that were just incredible. Uh, yes, so yes. You, but you've been there. Yeah. Uh, y- yes. Um, there are people who have gotten out of wheelchairs with MS. There are people that have been did a one eighty with cancer. Um, you know, if you've got a car that won't go and you keep fixing the starter and it turns out it's a flat tire, it's not going to help you, okay? Right. But if that is the key, then it is going to help you. Yeah, so um, I, I've always looked at disease as being multifactorial. It's not generally not one thing. Exactly. You know, it's a multitude of things that brought about the the disease, but... Uh, in this case, it sounds like this could be very primary. Uh, I think this is an extreme, you know, this is like a tourniquet needed. You know, there's there's just a lot of stuff happening here, and this is just something to really jumpstart the body to finally getting well when there have been long-term problems. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else about root canals that you want to um, talk about there related to... Uh, it, uh, the subject? Well, one of his books that is really, really good is called Patient Empowerment. And if you get a chance to read that book, Patient Empowerment. Mm-hmm. And he had another one from long ago I read, and it's something like, it's all in your head. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, a lot of the things having to do with your teeth can have to do with dementia. Okay, think where the mouth is, think where the teeth are, close to the brain. You've got all that bacteria going on. You can really have some problems with that. So, so is that more bacterial related, you think? You know, I think you could have about anything in those little tunnels in the right. roots. So. And uh, th- then also um, we think about thyroid related stuff. Yes. Very close. Yes, very <laughs> close related. to the thyroid. Yes. Yeah. And then all the... X-rays we get are very close to the thyroid, and some dentists know to make sure that they use a shield over the thyroid. Right. But I found that in working some places, I did see that some just never did it. And when I had a mammogram years ago, I don't have them anymore. I have thermograms done. They had to hunt to find me at the place I went to find the protective shield for the thyroid because... They just weren't using it. Now, that's been a long time ago. I'm hope, hopefully they're all using them now. Right. But well, uh, that brings up another question I had uh, heard from uh, someone that, uh, another dentist, that um, the liability insurance companies are requiring dentists to take X-rays at, 
uh, full panoramic x-rays at least every two years, which, uh, you know, that regardless of um, maybe what, what's going on. And I understand, like, with the, the 3D units that they have now are very low radiation, uh, is my understanding. But uh, I, I don't... M- personally don't don't mind getting an x-ray if I feel like they need to use it for something that you know I have a problem with but I'm not sure that I want it just as a prophylactic kind of thing to satisfy some kind of insurance no I I definitely don't either and um, I I do when people ask my opinion about you know they're paying for fluoride treatments and they're 50 60 70 years old and they haven't had a cavity in decades you know and I Try to remind so they're doing fluoride treatments on older adults. Some some offices do, most don't, hmm, but some do, and you just kind of think cha ching cha ching, but right. well, whatever. You know that brings up another thought, a random thought uh, with treatments. What about the the whitening systems and uh, those? Uh, some of them are peroxide based, I understand, mm-hmm. and may damage the enamel of the teeth. Is that they correct? can, and then some. Um, Treatments that can be done can actually cause some nerve damage, especially when people overdo them. Right. Um, I've tried it at a much younger age, and they did get whiter, and I don't think it had anything to do with my root canals, but, you know, who knows? But that is also discussed in Hell Higgins. Uh, well, I've, I've seen some systems that have, uh, for those that, you know, that want them, that are... Uh, they're paste-type things that are remineralization, and they mm-hmm. use uh, laser light, blue light. Uh, well, blue light's very healing, so. So, and, and some of those systems are uh, mm-hmm. have red light for the mouth, too, which mm-hmm. would be good for the gums, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that, uh, and I'm not associated with them at all, I think it's called Primal Life, is that company? Yes, yes. I've never used that, but um, I'm one that I tend to do a deep dive right before I think I'm going to jump into anything anymore. So, right. And um, it's interesting the way the insurance company kind of runs the healthcare system. You know, it's um, well, you can you can kind of see you know from a uh, providing uh, a service for the amount of money that you've got coming in, you can kind of understand that they have to. To limit that and limit their liability, their financial yes. liability. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as we already know, insurance doesn't pay for everything. Sidelight, you know, in, in 1955, uh, going to the hospital to have a baby cost $100. Wow. And I think the, the doctor got $35. So uh, times have certainly changed. Yeah. In inflation. <laughs> yeah, that's big inflation. <laughs> Uh, so, um, we're, uh, just looking here, we're coming up on a break. Uh, and we, I think when we get back, we'll talk about different types of metals okay. in, in the teeth and maybe, uh, talk about some, some other things. Uh, so this, this is Fred Lowry, uh, with Lowry Drug Company and we're coming up on a break here. Thank you for listening. Uh, come see us at Lowry Drug. We'll be back.
Welcome back. So uh, we've been talking about the dental work, uh, and the, the question is about uh, metals in the mouth. You know, we've talked about mercury, and uh, sometimes people use, there's gold that's used in the mouth, and I think that you'll, you'll be able to tell us that's maybe okay, but uh, what happens when you have two different metals side by side in the mouth? Well, if I had a way to go, it'd be gold, but the best is no metal, okay? Right. Um, when you have two or more metals in your mouth, you have kind of a galvanic reaction type thing. You've got right. some little electricity spurting around in mm -hmm. there that shouldn't be. And, uh, again, you can become a radio receiver. Some people actually can hear stations. <laughs> wow. Yes, well, it's you know, rare, but they can hear stations tell you what they're saying. My curiosity about this mm -hmm. years and years ago was that I had a, uh, a family member, and they had that. Mm -hmm. And so I just took a volt-ohm meter, mm -hmm. and I touched one probe to the, to the inside of the mouth and the other to the metal. And, and you could tell that where, where there was just metal on one side, it, it you know it, it didn't create as much current, but mm -hmm. when you had the gold and the silver side by side, it was amazing the difference in that. Yes. And so when you have current, you're you're uh, you know in my understanding, you're actually vaporizing some of those those yes. metals. Yes, you Just, are. You're discharging mm -hmm. into the mouth. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing my biological dentist when I went to have my work done did was to see what all, because <coughs> I had a myriad of all kinds of things in my mouth. <laughs> so, no, no stranger to the dentist no, chair or no outside stranger, of No, no, and no stranger. Um, but I see you brought in the chart for the organs. Yeah, I, I, I had this in my, uh, during the break I went out, it, it's uh <clears throat> by the Center for Holistic Dentistry, and it's a, a, the tooth-organ relationship chart, and, and it shows uh, the glands that may be affected, the organs, the teeth, uh, by tooth number. Uh, so there's uh, it, it's a it's kind of a good reference, you know, to to look at, and, and uh, particularly if you. Uh, if you know which tooth number something happens to be on. so Right. So. Well, the thing right now is we have so much, um, bra many brain disorders, and Alzheimer's is going up as fast as autism is going up, I think. And um, when you see all these connections, you've got to remember that whatever microbes are there or associate often with an organ, but if they get in systemically into the bloodstream, we're not having the blood-brain barrier as like it once was. Most of us have perforations, some holes in our, they're just like we have leaky gut, we have leaky brain. Right. But something like this can tell you specifically, like someone sees that they have um, bladder cancer. Um, you can know the emotions that go with that and see if there's some of that causing it possibly. You can see what tooth it's on and see whether or not there might be a problem there. And um, Yeah, so um, so 
we were talking about uh, also talking about occlusions. Tell us about occlusions related to the brain. Occlusion is your bite, how your bite is. And your bite is very important. And as you get older, your bite starts to diminish. You start having less what's called vertical dimension. It's like your teeth. Part of it's the grind down. Part of it is you move them around. And you'll notice when people are younger, their top lip, their top teeth show a lot. And as they're lower, it's more the lower teeth show. Anyway, things shift. And women will tell you all of our body parts shift as we get older. Okay. <laughs> but um, as you, they you, shift. You can say that. I <laughs> yes, can't. I hear you. Anyway, as, um, as the dimension drops, in other words, your teeth don't seem as long as they once did and don't meet. They, they're coming closer together so that your jaw, the lower jaw and upper jaw are coming close together. Um, you actually start losing some of your blood flow and your nerves along the vagus nerve. There are also lymphatics that drain right, through right. there. And so it affects several things there, but it affects your, your actual brain. Um, you know, how smart you are if you can keep that dimension. And mine has changed quite a bit. In my biological dentist, I have a splint I sleep in at night. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, yeah. you know, people, as they age, you know, they're, they're losing tooth because of grinding their teeth yes. some at yes. night, uh, tension, whatever. Mm -hmm. So wh what do you think causes that? The grinding teeth and tension or... Uh, yeah, the grinding. Okay. Um, it can be habit. It yeah. can be habit. Um, it can be your teeth are out of line and you're trying to get them back in together. It can be stress. However, if you find that your grinding is a little more on a full moon, then there's a very good chance that they're parasites because <laughs> parasites can't cause grinding. Well, I, I have, I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. We, we've got a call. Let's take a call here. Uh, caller, you're, you're on the air. Um, I want to talk about tooth correlation and if there's something wrong with the tooth and part of the body. I get that. I've studied up on it a bit. Um, my question that I've never been able to answer is if your tooth is pulled there, do you have no tooth now? What's the what's the verbiage to go with that? You can still have a problem there, okay? And the reason would be you might have, if the reason for the tooth being pulled was because of some infection, if the infection wasn't dealt with at the time of extraction especially, you can still have some of those same microbes that would be on there. And um, so it would really need to be cleaned out. We're, we're healthy. Yeah, it's healthy. Tooth's been pulled. It's been years. Do I have to consider a, a, a pulled tooth as a possible thing to to uh, navigate as well? Well, as, I, don't, as I would Right. I don't know if it's not, if nothing's happening to those organs on that meridian, if you're not getting anything at all, unless maybe it's on a heart meridian because 50% of all the people who have a heart attack, it's fatal. Um, but on some of the others, keep an eye out. Uh, you know, if it's on a bladder meridian and you start having issues with your bladder or you have um, breast cancer starting or whatever, you know, just really keep an eye on it. I'm not telling you not to do it. Um, right. But so that's, the treatment is then just to strengthen your immune system. There's no tooth to work on. There's so no tooth to work sure. on. However, a biological dentist can go in there and drill out part of the bone and try to clean up that bone area where the yeah, tooth was. I'm not, 
Yeah, I'm not necessarily having problems, but mm-hmm. I just never had to answer that question. And another thing I did understand, you guys were mentioning the heart attack bit. Um, I had learned in back in the day, in the 90s or something like that, that um, if you're, uh, it, it ties in with diabetes and all kinds of things just because it releases those those sedentary bacteria you're talking about and that it's it's a possibility to go ahead if you're not an antibiotic user it's a good time to either buck up your probiotics or take an antibiotic prior to dentist so you don't have the issue of that sneaking up on you have you heard anything about that well there's certain um procedures that people have had and prostheses and different things that for a period of time uh they may be told to prophylactically take antibiotics before they go to the dentist. Some people choose to do some non-prescription type of antibiotic treatment to themselves, but I won't go into that. You'd have to know a whole lot about that to do that, and I don't want to... We we wouldn't have time anyway. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll make it quick. Anytime we're about to have an assault in the body for a better thing later, maybe it's just an idea to boost the immune system. Exactly. You know, uh, I brought Fred some pine needle tea today. So up your vitamin C, get your D up, get your lymphatics going. People don't understand how important that is. Yeah, and that's... uh, Well, thank you. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say that the, the tea is amazingly delicious. Huh? <laughs> you thought it'd be bad. I didn't know. Well, thank you for what you guys are doing for people and getting the, the word out about how we can take care of ourselves. Thank right. you very much. Well, and, thank you. And do be kind to your dentist because really and truly the uh, pharmaceuticals do control a lot of the medical, dental, so forth, education. And um, anyway. Well, know about that biological if you can refer him but i do know one near me too so okay. that's what i prefer the okay. biological. okay but, uh i got thank it. you okay thank, thank you. you yeah uh, we uh i've had some great relationships with some very uh, professional and uh skilled dentists and, and that is a tough job to do yeah, it's a very precision job it's a lot of you know uh a lot of pressure on this. You don't maybe don't think of that, but it's it's a tough job. Well, it, it could be tough. Mine was tough in a different way because I had the kids, the young kids. So my job tough was emotional of trying to get them to be calm. But most of the time we didn't use the word doctor in front of them. And I'd come in and act like I'm just one of the ladies and we're going to help you. And uh, I think I anesthetized every child. I wouldn't now, but right. I was very good at giving an oral shot. They didn't know it, so. Right. Very good. Well, uh, we're coming down to the end of the program. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. It's, uh, you know, I, I know about a lot of these things, but having it come from someone that has lived it professionally, I think, is a, is a great a great thing. Thank you so much, May. For well, it's good on. being here. Thank you for having me. We're uh, on the end of our program. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, come see us at Lowry Drug. This is Fred Lowry at Lowry Drug Company here in Statesville. Thank you for listening.